Welcome to the Free Real Estate Hacks Podcast with your host, Johnny Youssef. This podcast is packed with tips, tricks, and hacks. Whether you are someone who wants to get into real estate or you have done it for many years, please welcome your host, Johnny Youssef. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me on this episode. And on this episode, the question I'm going to be answering is, where should I buy rentals? So whether you're new to this or maybe you own a couple of properties already, one of the biggest questions is, you know, where do I buy rentals? You don't want to screw up your first rental or investment, or maybe you have limited funds or maybe one loan, and you want to make sure that you're buying the right rental in the right location. And to answer that question, I want to say this real quick. A lot of it has to do with what is your priority. So what's more important to you? Is it to have something where the property is somewhere very safe and secure and the area is going to go up in value and it's a desired neighborhood, maybe with great school system or just somewhere where everyone wants to live? Or is your priority to get something that will get you the most return on your investment, the most money back on the money you are putting in? Because knowing that will determine what's where you should look um, and sometimes people are somewhere in between right there's a sweet spot in between it doesn't have to be one of those extremes so that being said I want to share with you guys from my experience what I look for and personally with me I would say those are the three areas you want to consider so area number one is you want to look into properties that are next to colleges especially if it's walking distance to university, that's a huge deal because by doing so, you know for sure that your property is not going down in value anytime soon. And you also know that there's always going to be demand, right? Like if you go to a university nearby with 10,000, 20,000 students, and especially if you find something walking distance, which can make it even way more appealing, then you know that there's always going to be demand. There's always going to be someone looking. Um, if not colleges, maybe you live somewhere where the properties around that university is just really expensive. It's just way outside of your budget. Or maybe you live in a small town or something where there isn't a nearby large university. That being said, another area you want to look into is where big companies are you know i'm here in kansas city and uh, there are a couple of big companies that announced that they are expanding or they're having new campuses and it's very smart to look at properties that are near uh, big corporations or even plans of expansion or plans of uh, new businesses coming in so that's something you want to look into uh, the second area I look for uh, would be somewhere in the city. So here's the deal. You know, back in the day in the 50s, there was the white flight. A lot of uh, people left the city, left urban life because they were promised uh, an easy, fun life in the suburbs, away from crime, you know, with big parking lots and with a nice big yard. So a lot of people left the city. And with that being said, in this generation and millennials are moving back 
to the city. They're realizing that there's a lot more to do. There's a lot more to have. There's access to more entertainment and proximity to closer restaurants and all that in the city. So the cities are once again, thankfully, just becoming cool and becoming trendy. And a lot of millennials are even getting married, having kids, and they're staying in the city. So that being said, you want to look at properties that are in the city. And I know some of you may say, well, that's really expensive. And what I want to encourage you with is that wherever you live, you're going to have some pockets in the city that are really expensive and your return is not going to be great. You're going to be paying a lot of money. Even if you can afford it, you're going to be paying a lot of money for a property and the return and you know the rent back is not going to be that great. But I'm not saying you have to do those ones. What you want to do is you want to see where are areas where people are starting to move and they're trending in the upward. So maybe it's not an established neighborhood already, but it's maybe close, very close to very established neighborhoods. Let me give you an example. So I was looking here in my town and there were a couple of neighborhoods that were just very expensive. I just can't even buy property there. And even if I do, I wouldn't want to because the return is just going to be low. But then you look just a few blocks away from those neighborhoods and there are houses that are not in great shape, areas that are just not quite there yet. Well, if you track the trend, you're going to see more people wanting to move to the city, but they can't afford those expensive houses. So they're starting to rent just a few blocks away. So for example, here in Kansas City, there is a neighborhood where, you know, an average house is probably renting around 1800 But literally, if you cross the street two blocks away from that neighborhood the same exact homes i mean i can swear it's with the same builders when they got built the same exact identical homes are renting for nine hundred dollars maybe 850 so literally they're renting for half price an exact home just two blocks away well guess what a lot of people are coming in especially younger millennials that don't have the budget to pay 1800 to rent in that desired neighborhood but they're saying well I'm only going to be two blocks away from that desired neighborhood. I'm still very close to the major places everyone wants to go to and the park and the restaurants. I'm, I'm right there in the middle. I'm just not in that neighborhood. I'm just right next door and I can save $900 a month. I can literally pay half in rent. So people are moving to those neighborhoods. So those are the kind of neighborhoods, the ones that are on the fringes of the expensive neighborhoods or the ones that you can see a trend. One thing that I do that can be really helpful for you is just drive around, you know, maybe during the week, see, are, are there homes around those expensive neighborhoods where people are painting them? You can see people rehabbing them. That can give you some, you know, trail to follow that can give you clues of where investors are going, where people are moving, and then you want to target those neighborhoods because you can buy a much cheaper home. I mean, literally, the example I just used, you can buy homes that are one-third the price 
just because they're a couple of blocks away and you know rent will be cheaper but not one-third cheaper so the return would be higher so that's something you want to look at and I say one-third but even as I'm thinking about it it's closer to like one-fourth so like the neighborhood that I'm talking about the expensive one homes are like maybe 300,000 so a couple of blocks away you know you have homes that are 60 70,000 so it's actually way cheaper than one-third and they're renting half price at half price so the return is still really good um, so you want to look into that and then the third option you want to look into if you're the type of person based on the first question I asked in this episode where I say you know do you want something safe and secure with low return or something that uh, maybe not as safe and secure the area is not as established the schools are not as great but you're gonna make more and the area is going up if your answer is I just want something safe then look look at the suburbs where there are public schools you know uh, established areas good neighborhood um, here's the thing your return is not gonna be as great but you're gonna be playing it safe and you're gonna not that I'm saying the other ones are not safe, but you're you're you just you're you just know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get the typical family that will take care of the place, and you know the equity may not increase dramatically, like getting something on the fringes of expensive neighborhood. But you know you're gonna be playing it safe, and again, there's always gonna be demand, especially by family and all that. So, so those are the three options. To wrap it real quick, it's go after colleges or big corporation businesses and try to get as close as possible to those campuses and buy houses go to the city where there are neighborhoods that are slowly or maybe even quickly going up in value close to established areas because a lot of millennials are willing to take the risk of being somewhere not you know super safe but somewhere that that's desired and and moving into it or the third option, play it safe, go to the suburbs. But if you do that, just make sure the return is worth your time. And you're more likely going to get in a lot of times families that can end up staying there two, three years or even more. And one thing that I will talk about soon is the return. How much return would would it be worth it and obviously that depends on your area your neighborhood the market when I started in real estate I would not buy anything that's not getting me at least 15% return but with this economy that's doing really well right now that's almost impossible to find so you know I would say if it were me whether it's suburbs city or colleges I just would not invest in anything that's bringing me less than 10% return and even at 10% I have to make sure that the neighborhood is going up in value so that if I sell it I'm gonna make good profit or maybe in a couple of years I can rent it for a lot more to start making more than 10% so at least 10% for me personally and at least a promise that with this 10% I can increase my rent shortly or uh, the area is going you know high in value where I can turn around maybe in a couple of years and sell it and buy somewhere else hopefully this is helpful I would love to hear questions from you guys so that I can share them here so if you have any question please feel free to email me my personal email is my first name Johnny and then S is in Sam Yusuf Y-O-U-S-S-E-F so it's Johnny S Yusuf at gmail.com or you can also tag me on Instagram just tag me with a question my Instagram handle is at Johnny U and I would love to answer it hopefully this was helpful and I'll see you guys again
Thanks for listening. If you have a question you want Johnny to address on a future episode, please send it to questions at freerealestatehacks.com. While you're online, make sure you check out the free three-part video series available at freerealestatehacks.com.